Welcome to Cauldron of Worlds. Episode 12, Developing Belief Systems. Well, hello and welcome to a new year and to a new episode of Cauldron Worlds. I'm Chad Corey and this is the first episode of the second season Actually, episode 12, if you're keeping track at home there, counting along as it were. And before we get into it today, I want to take a quick moment and do a little bit of a deviation into reminding people who are following along in the podcast that I also have uh, two new books coming out this year. The first is Trial of the Wizard King, which coming out in March of 2021, so a couple months away from now as I, as I record it. And we're looking also at the Triumph of the Wizard King as being the third and final book in the Wizard King trilogy, which will be coming out in August. So these are books now that are actually already available for pre-order. So if you are interested in getting your hands on that or getting a copy set aside, whether it might be at your local library, online, or at your local bookstore, whatever the case might be, you now have the advantage to do that. Both copies are available, and as far as I know, all the various formats that they'll be available in as well are also available for pre-order. That would be digital, that would be print, and that would be audio as well. So just want to make you aware of that. I will be doing some promotional stuff throughout the next few episodes here like I've done last time when we got some upcoming events to take uh, keep you aware of, I should say. But in general, I just want to make you aware of that. You can find out more information about the titles, of course, by going to my website, chadcorey.com. That's C-H-A-D-C-O-R-R-I-E. Dot com and uh, take a look at sample chapters, reviews, various other informations, readings, and such that might be of uh, interest or benefit to you on that front. Okay, back to the podcast here. And uh, just a little recap, if we could, for a moment here about what this series is about. Cauldron of Worlds is basically the idea of helping people get some ideas, kind of thickening the air, as I've said before, for brainstorming and stuff like that that will help maybe generate some ideas you might not necessarily have had, or maybe help reinforce ideas you previously had, but kind of do it in a different way. The end result, of course, being that you're going to have some information, some resources, some ideas, some ways of thinking, or concepts you can take into developing your world setting or system, whatever the case might be. And let me just take a moment to also repeat what I did at the beginning of Season 1, is that I am not omniscient, obviously, I don't know everything, and I will not be able to convey all the information that is needed to develop your particular world setting. I'm going to be giving basic and some more insightful information where I can, but I can't speak, obviously, to your specific situation in particular because it's going to be, obviously, your specific situation. I'm not going to have all the privy information to that uh, to help you on. But I will be able to give you, like I said, some guidelines, some thumbnails, some ideas, some basic parameters of ways of thinking, ways of kind of saving you some time, learning from my mistakes and such that will be of a benefit and hopefully make the process of world creation more enjoyable and productive for you as well. And when I say world creation, again, I'm not talking about fantasy only. You can do sci-fi, you can do romance, you can do westerns, whatever you're looking to do with your new world, whether it's an alternative version of Earth or what have you. And also whatever format you want to make this in as well, whether it's role-playing games, computer games, books, comic books, I don't know, action figures, whatever and anything you can think of to, you have to have a world setting for some background or story or story universe to, to tell tales in or interact in or whatever you're doing in. This is kind of the idea to give you some information on it. Again, it's not going to be 
limited to only fantasy, although I primarily will be talking about some fantasy things for examples in my sharing of them in the future here, but I just wanted to kind of get that up front again for those who might be new, who might not have been able to listen to the previous episodes. That's kind of what we're doing. And if you haven't had a chance yet, please check them out. We got about 11 episodes so far in the can, and they cover a wide variety of topics, which I'll be building on as we continue the process here. And as far as season two goes, we will be continuing what we started in season one, which was the macro to micro approach, which means we'll be starting from the largest possible concept and breaking it down into more uh, smaller and smaller and more detailed pieces until we get to something of a finished concept, I guess you can say, for your world setting. And that's what we'll be continuing today in this episode as we take a look at belief systems and how you can develop them for your world setting. Now let's define some terms here real quick. Belief systems, as I'm talking about them today, are going to be what people generally believe, obviously, what they hold to be true, their worldview, for lack of a better uh, better word in there, but basically what they believe to be true for them, what they understand to be, uh, whether it's a philosophy, a religious pursuit, a secular mindset, something of a, of a concept of how things work, where their place is in the universe or world or whatever it is, and how that all fits together and pulls them along in a larger group narrative and individual narrative as well. So when we say developing belief systems, what I'm talking about is developing ways of thinking, ways of seeing the world, ways of, uh, I guess, actually to interacting and having relationships with different nations, people, cultures, what have you, through that lens of that that worldview or that belief system. And primarily in any world system, any belief system, it kind of usually breaks down into like four basic components. And I'm going to talk about those in greater detail in, in future episodes. But what I wanted to do for this particular episode is kind of lay the groundwork, begin the process of introducing them to you, and then we'll begin, like I said, to flesh them out with more detail in the ensuing episodes. Basically, everyone's kind of familiar with the religious worldview or or belief system, and that's kind of a common thing, especially in fantasy, although it can be common also in science uh, fiction or any other setting for that matter. And it's a belief in whether it's a supernatural element, could be like shamanism with spirits, it could be uh, obviously gods, multiple gods, a single deity, or it could be the self-actualization of the, the person as the deity or the people are the gods, that kind of thing. So there's a lot of different ways and, and, and nuances we can go on that. And I'll, like I said, I'll dig more into that as we get into it. But basically it breaks down into two different camps, and that would be the monotheism and then polytheism. And obviously for those who don't know, polytheism is, means multiple gods, where monotheism means one god. And again, you can go a lot of different directions on that, a lot of different ways, and we'll cover that in the next episode, actually. But basically, religion can play an important view. But what we don't often talk about is how people are committed to that. And that's what I want to touch on a little bit after I explain these things. I'll kind of circle back to that in a little bit here. But after the religious mindset, you have what's also called a philosophical mindset. And that could be, it could be a religious mindset, but a lot of times it, it's, it's a way of thinking that it could be scientific, it could be quasi-religious. What I mean by that is that it has some elements of a, of a philosophy, of a, of a religious mindset as far as like maybe there's a creation I, I, identity or ideal, or maybe they believe in something greater than themselves, but they're not really necessarily willing to, to define it. They're not really necessarily willing to kind of flesh that out more so with religious 
ideology, and so they've put in more philosophical things, where there's like universal concepts or divine math or, you know, something that takes the place of a, of a deity or of a higher being, and it conveniently allows them to have a, you know, a belief system that isn't necessarily atheistic, but it can be, you know, borderline religious or it could be, you know, borderline scientific, you know, take your pick. Basically, the philosophies run the gamut. I mean, they could be political philosophies, they could be, like I said, moral philosophies, they could be natural philosophies, a whole whole range of, of uh, ideologies in there. And I'm not, unfortunately, I'm not going to dig into that right now, like I said, in these particular episodes. But I just want to kind of get your brain thinking about what that could be, how that could go. It could also be where, like I said, the, 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 the philosophy is the people are the deity or the people are the true reality and yourself are the true reality. So your, your evolution, your development, your progress is is the all-important element of, of everything, whether it's a national level or individual, regional level, whatever the case might be. So again, you can have a philosophical mindset there, something on the lines of maybe like humanism or something like that, where it's, it's a different focus. It's not outwardly, I mean, it's outwardly focused to some extent, but it's not outwardly, outwardly, I guess you can say, for like a cosmic level for divine guidance, so looking for more human-to-human guidance and stuff like that. So Again, that's something that it, it kind of usually kind of comes across more in the sci-fi books and things like that, sci-fi universes where again it's more scientific or could be could be actually be science and that could be the philosophy that the way to define the world and explain it. But you could also get that in fantasy. You can also get that in a lot of you know, science, fantasy, a lot of other concepts as well. The other component, the third one here, is something more or less along the lines of uh, atheism or secularism or agnosticism, something that basically where there isn't isn't really a belief system per se, other than that they don't believe there's a system of belief, if that makes sense. So, so your belief would be that there's not really any belief system out there that's real or true. It's just, this is it. Now, actually, in reality, if you, if you take that level of thinking, you're going to find yourself kind of becoming a philosophy anyway. So I guess it's kind of a subpart of a philosophy. But there are people in other, you know, other worlds as well in life that have that mindset. And so if you want to have a world like that or a setting or a nation or people, that's something you can look at. And again, we'll, we'll get into a little more detail on that, what that means and kind of how that, that works out. Um, it's basically a, another way of looking at the world that doesn't usually have any type of supernatural elements to it. There's no divine purpose for anything. There's no afterlife. There's no you know, it's just you are. That's it. But again, again, anytime you have a belief system, you're going to have something of a quasi philosophy anyway. But again, their belief system is there is no ultimate belief system. You can believe whatever you want, but ultimately it doesn't doesn't make any sense. There's doesn't matter. Make any matter? I should say it's it's nothing there. It's a very secular or, or atheistic or agnostic. You know, maybe something's there. We don't know, but you know, probably not. Kind of thing. The fourth element. This is where it kind of gets kind of interesting, too, is a mixture of those four, or excuse me, those three ideas. So maybe you have a mixture of the religious and philosophical, which can make a totally different concept right there. Maybe you have a mixture of the secular and philosophical, which could happen. Like I said, it's kind of already kind of a quasi-philosophy anyway. And so you could blend things like that. Now, what really could be weird is the secular religious worldview. <laughs> I don't know how that would work necessarily. I thought it would be kind of fun to see that play out. But maybe they, they acknowledge the gods or a higher power or whatever exists, but they don't necessarily have anything to do with them. They don't really, or they're actively trying to act against them or depose them, maybe even try and kill them, destroy them. 
So those are some things you can kind of play around with and, and figure out. Again, these are just, I'm just throwing some little nuggets out there now. We'll get into greater detail in future podcasts. But what I wanted to circle back to in particular here today was how committed are people to these actual belief systems? And that is something that I don't know if everyone actually thinks about, and it would be good to it would be good to at least get some type of baseline on that before you start picking what you want to uh, do for your world setting and ultimately the people that are in it. Uh, for instance, what I'm doing now for a particular world setting where I'm actually in the process of uh, actually creating a role-playing game for is we have different what they're called commitment levels. And I think that kind of can be applicable for this situation here. And that's kind of what got me thinking about this too is there are different levels that people can be committed to their ideology. And then you see it all the time in life. I mean, there are people that maybe are really religious, and then people that are, you know, just kind of give it some lip service, more nominal in their approach. Some that are a little bit devoted, but they're not like, you know, totally fundamental or, you know, excessive on certain things. And well, it's the same thing in political things. You get people that are really zealous in their political beliefs and the people that are basically apolitical and people that are kind of somewhere in the middle. So again, it's usually how you how you do the commitment levels, at least what I've been doing, I think it works well, and I, I think it's realistic to life, is you have the two extremes, which is basically there's like nominal, I say, and then like, you know, a zealous type of approach. So nominal is basically, uh, you give it some lip service, you say, yeah, I kind of believe that maybe, yeah, once in a while, but you don't really, it doesn't really affect your life, it doesn't really change your behavior necessarily, you might do the motions, you know, if there's holy days for the, the religious thing, you might go for the holy days, but you don't really know what they mean. You don't really, eh, okay, whatever. Or if there's a philosophy, you think, yeah, I know some some buzzwords or something for the philosophy. I know a general thumbnail of what it's supposed to be, but I don't apply it to my life. I don't actively try and do anything with it. It's just like, oh, yeah, it's there. I was raised that way or whatever. Or I just came to embrace that, whatever. And then you have the other extreme, which is, you know, you're full on board, you know, you're like everything and everything is about that ideology, whatever it is. And you're just like, zealous about it and you're out there and sometimes even to the case of wanting to promote it, maybe even in a non, non-friendly non way or shall we say a very aggressive way with other people. And then there's the the middle road in between where it's kind of, you're, you're more committed, you're more maybe devoted to it than the nominal person might be, but you're not so much so that you're on the other side of the extreme where you're that zealous fanatical type of proponent for it. So and you can add a fourth one in there too. I mean, if you want to have someone like be totally apolitical, they have no beliefs whatsoever. Um, you can try that too. But usually I've found three is kind of the magic number for, you got two extremes and something in the middle. Again, you can do it seems right and works well for you. But that's kind of what I've been doing. I think it works really well. And it does give you a, a kind of a pulse for who these people are or this nation is in general. If you just put a basic uh, numeric system down, for, you know, this is, you know, they're a level three commitment, whatever, or they're a nominal commitment. So, you, you know, the nation, yeah, they have a national, you know, temple or something or belief system, but most people don't really care about it. Most people don't even really know what it is. They kind of just, yeah, okay, they have a holiday and they, they stand and do the chant or whatever, and they don't, don't even know what they're doing or, yeah, you, you get the idea. So that's, that's what I wanted to kind of end on today is the basic premise of four different concepts for belief systems and basically about three different levels of commitment that people can have to them. And that, that again, this is, I'm speaking individually. I'm also speaking collectively for a region or an organization or maybe even a political party, religious group, whatever. And also for the largest uh, scale as well, which is national level and, and even racial levels, if this is like an identity for the entire race, for example. So that's 
kind of where I want to end it for today. We'll get into more details and information about that with the upcoming episodes. Obviously, this will take a few episodes to dig into and get some more information on to you about because we have a lot of different ways to go on a lot of these concepts, and I want to kind of be as thorough as I can without getting, like I said, super specific on things that might not be, be relevant to you. But until then, have a great start to your 2021, and thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next episode. This podcast is copyright Chad Corey. All rights reserved.